he's been singing oh. for like two months straight. <laughs> yeah, they're really milking this collab. Katie's like dying. She's like, a bottle of water, please. Yeah, it's like when you're, just like, you're at the gym and you're just squatting the bar and then this massive guy walks up and he starts squatting the entire rack with you in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> a different yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna do one where I put brother and... Uh, White Knight Noel only on the team and make brother hide and then my line would just be undercover brother. Oh <laughs> god. Hey everyone, Wilmgard here with Mini. Hey. And you're watching the FFBE podcast live for the first time this month, despite what my silly tweet may have said. Yeah, we're live for the second time this month. <laughs> and I, I couldn't be more excited because we got an action-packed show ready to go. Is it going to be action-packed? Are you, are you, do you have some action ready for us? No. The action will be in voice in talking about the different <laughs> units and whatnot yeah that's funny all right it's a it's been a tough week leading up to this update with all those bugs and stuff everyone patiently waiting for everything to get resolved yeah i think i did notice at least for the explorations the actual treasure chests no longer appear shredded and broken when like before you click on them, they now only appear shredded after you click on them. And that's the which key. I'm perfectly okay with because then I feel badass. Like I just completely busted open that chest. You don't need a key. You don't need anything. You don't got to open it. I just smashed it to pieces and got what was inside. 100% alpha. Yeah. That's all it takes, man. So got to say a big shout out to Gumi for the probably the most important bug fix. The treasure chest visual bug. Thank you. For me, the biggest bug fix was being able to reload my game properly. <laughs> That's kind of a nice one to have, too. What? Although the, the damage for me is already done. Oh, it's been long gone with that Folka event. I, yeah, I was hoping they just never fixed it so that <laughs> everybody else could feel my pain. You're a jerk, that's why. You want everyone to feel yeah. the pain. I want other people to suffer in proportion to what I've suffered. That doesn't seem unfair. That seems fair. Do you know what I mean? Seems ridiculously unfair to me. We're we're all in this together and that's how it should be. If the world was a fair place. But it's not. And that's why only you had to suffer. Yeah, I'm the only one affected by the bugs across the entire player base. Only you, out of all the millions of downloads <laughs> they've had, you are literally the only sole exclusive bug uh, receiver. You actually, with your sacrifice, saved everyone else from all the bugs. So thank you. Yeah, just all in a day's work, you know. All right, let's so, uh, get into some of the content. I mean... Yeah, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I did the dome exploration today. I rather enjoyed the little puzzle that they put in at the end. That was kind of uh, fun. Shout out to the game. That was cool. Is it the butterfly game? No. Is You're it in the... Oh. Still, I, I said we did butterfly game last FFX. Yes, yes, that was the last time. So I was really hoping for lightning dodging for this exploration that was ff uh x2 no in x you had to dodge lightning too to get some i can't remember now whose it was but to get somebody's ultimate weapon 
Oh, true. You had to dodge a hundred lightning bolts. Yeah, yeah. It, like it was it was harder in that game, I think. Yeah, than it was in X two. Anyways, no. This time we're in Xanarkand, making our way to the final uh, little place, the end of the journey. Oh, that's nice. That's pleasant. Did you have a chance to play the exploration yourself? I haven't had a chance today. I honestly, I've just. It's been a pretty rough couple days at work, and I've just been demotivated to do anything. I think I, I logged in today, and I did my 250 pull, and that's where I'm sitting right now. Maybe I'll claim some of my explorations when the time comes. Maybe after we record this, I'll do that. and then. But I haven't actually played at all today. <laughs> it's just been, it's been a rough day. That sounds like a pretty rough day. I played a bit. I managed to do the exploration, so... The puzzle that they make you do is kind of fun. It's a, it's a lot more fun than just running through a corridor. You know, mm -hmm. Get a little interaction. But I'm also glad that they don't make you do the puzzle a second time during the hard mode, because that would have been annoying. Usually that's how it's like, right? Even the Final Fantasy VII exploration, you, the, you did the puzzle during the easy mode, and then everything was paved for you the way it was paved to the boss in hard. It's nice. Exactly. The Spectral Keeper enemy, I remember fighting this in FF10, so that was pretty fun. It wasn't the hard, the difficulty level, I should say. I was going to say the hardness. That doesn't really make sense. We're not talking about rocks. The difficulty no, level. You could say hardness. Difficulty level. Always. <laughs> you know, Always relevant. To be fair. Anyways, I'm not going to make that joke. This Spectral Keeper boss was not as hard as I was kind of hoping for. It was expecting a little bit more of a challenge but maybe that's just because after playing for almost three years i've just collected up a good enough team to be able to do these kinds of things with ease yeah after three years you're just too good passively you don't got to do really anything to win true you know same thing happens to me that's why i didn't run any missions today because I, I don't have to i i have everything what's the point no i think usually exploration trials are a little bit easier than when it's just go right into the boss battle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Because you have a little bit of running to do and enemies to fight, so yeah. it kind of balances throughout the run. It's been a consistent pattern that the exploration week challenge, whatever they're called, are a lot easier than just flat, difficult boss battle events. Definitely. Another thing that I did this past week was pull for Orin. And Jack, technically, but I was going for Orin. That went miserably bad. I only got one Orin. But throughout the course of the week, I managed to get three more <laughs> Citras. <laughs> How many more Citras? I have five now. Nice. Isn't her STMR actually decent? Yeah, her STMR is really good. It's like a, it's her clothes or her staff? No, I can't it's, remember. It's her now. staff. It gives you plus 30% no. Evo mag and like really, really good spirit. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's probably disgustingly good for summoners. It is, but that fifth Citra is like, come on, I don't need, don't need a fifth one. Are you, <laughs> you can now have a full team of six star Citras. I could. Pretty awesome. You could, you could meme with that pretty hard. Just uh, five Citras in arena, and your little tagline as your, uh, you know, that little tagline that that plays. I don't know what it's called. Yes, right. Soccer, I get back here, and like exclamation points. Yeah. It's just five citrus. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen my sister? Yeah. God. That'd be pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Start a series of joke lines that you can do out of weird arena teams. 
run a different yeah, joke I was gonna week. I was gonna do one where I put brother and uh, white knight noel only on the team and make brother hide behind white you know how it works where you can't see the brothers there and then my line would just be undercover brother that pleases me like that that i'm too happy about that joke <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> oh god shout out to probably one of the best comedy movies ever that was a really funny movie that was that movie was fantastic anyway <laughs> One spritz will neutralize the mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> Caucasian overload. <laughs> That's what this podcast is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my week was similar. I, I haven't done any of the new content, but I, I have been farming the King Mog over the past week. And actually, I've enjoyed the Mog's maps that they've put into the game. I've gotten really lucky with a couple of them. Some are just useless, like materials and... I can't remember the other one, but I liked uh, the gill one gives you 500,000 gill. The the rank EXP gives you 10,000 rank EXP. And then the the Star Quartz is okay too. I don't mind it because I collect them. The Awakening Materials is really good. Not everyone has uh, like 30 King Mog events under their belt where they've hoarded all the Awakening Materials they could possibly want. So it does come in handy for newer players or people who don't play as frequently and consistently yeah i know i know they're they're there for a purpose but from just for myself i find them the least valuable i would still agree with you that the most valuable ones are the gill and the rank exp because it just leveling up faster getting more energy is always a good thing yeah and i just i love it when you can sell one unit and you get five hundred thousand, just like that you don't have to tap 99 things before hitting sell you just hit it once and it just feels amazing so they really really need a sell all button for the sellable units i would i would actually love that like a sell all gill snapper button i would definitely i mean here's the thing why do we even need to sell them let's be real when you get a gill snapper they just convert it to well never mind because some people are would hit cap and it just pissed them off. Because I don't mind that they keep it as gill snappers. <laughs> it just sucks that you can't hit. Sell I'm just all. lazy. Yeah, I'm just lazy. Well, the sell all <laughs> button I can't imagine would be too hard. You just put a gill snapper tab and you click one button to sell them all, or you click a different button to sell them one by one. Yeah, we'll see what comes down the road. We'll see how much pressure we can put on them for quality of life. No, 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 no. You need to slow down. We need less pressure because when there's pressure, there's too many bugs. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> take your time, guys. It's fine. Yeah, please. Just take as much time as you need. Yeah. Another year, please go ahead. I just don't want those bugs back. No, you know what? It's true. We got to be more grateful. We did get reload button, and that's made my life a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, the current uh, the current quality of life stuff is amazing, to be honest yeah. with you. I can't complain at all. So that's all I did, honestly. I just farmed that event like crazy, and that's about it. Did you do any pulling? I mean, you got some brothers, so probably enough to get a team of brothers. <laughs> Yeah, I got five brothers. That's I left it at that because I don't know. Yeah, after the full couple session, I don't have many resources left. Benny, you still have like three hundred tickets. <laughs> I don't. I have like thirty tickets after. I used like two hundred before I got full. And you have like thirty thousand <laughs> lapis. Oh, I don't have any resources. Yeah, I'm saving the lapis. Unless I unless I get. Uh, a 10k well i didn't it's already passed but i told myself if i pull a 10k lapis on the lapis roulette thing 
I would have rolled one lap for Orin or Jet, but I didn't, so I didn't roll. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm very strict with myself when it comes to gambling. I'm impressed. After, I'm... after that one night at the casino. I'm weak for, for units like Oren. Uh, he, he's a really good unit, though. I, what's his TMR again? I think it's one of the better ones for Katana users, right? It's like 60%. Yeah, so even if you just got one, you can be happy because Katanas are coming back in fashion. Unfortunately, I got zero, but I did get Jack, so, and his TMR is still good. His six oh, form you, isn't oh, bad. You got one I thought you got an Orin. No, no, I got one Jack. Oh, okay. Well, he's all right, too. You got the tightest daddy. I got his TMR. His TMR is good. I like his TMR. Yeah. Really strong, actually. Like 60%. It's strong, but it's, it, it's a little bit awkward, but you can, you well, can definitely feel it. It is awkwardly fatherly love or something. Yeah. That makes sense yeah, that it's awkward. Yeah. Let's talk about the exploration that came along with those units, the dome exploration. You're exploring the dome itself mm -hmm. but there's a few items we're getting in here spiritual targe and recovery <coughs> which basically just give you mp and hp stroll uh i think the, the i think the stroll effects i would have loved to have more of those items in the game when i was a new player because i definitely had issues in explorations where i ran out of mp but in today for example for people like us who probably have a few mana batteries and explorations are usually criminally easy to the point where you don't even need a mana battery you can just thundar your way through all the battles if you really want to uh for for most players that have been playing for a while these items are straight up useless I'll, i would unless you like to collect them they really i just feel like they're not worth the slot the only time i can see anybody using this is one you don't have any mana batteries or two, you're in that Bahamut run and you don't want to run a weaker unit that is a mana battery in case they die. And that's fair. That's the only two situations <coughs> I can even think of, really. Every other time, it's like, wait, you can just regen all your mana if you have literally any mana battery. I mean, even the a seven star unit should be more than okay when it comes to surviving those two. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just them. if you don't have, <coughs> if you're stuck in the yeah. six star. Sometimes it can be tough. I mean, life is tough if you're stuck in six star. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. Shout out to all you six star bros out there. Hey, man, you gotta start somewhere, right? It's like when you go to the gym and you use, you're squatting with the empty bar, and then like the jacked guy goes into the rack next to you, and he's got like three massive plates on each end. Yeah, it's like when you're, you're, just like, you're yeah. at the gym and you're just squatting the bar, and then this massive guy walks up and he starts squatting the entire rack with you in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, just, he just picks you up and puts you on his back. And starts squatting. <laughs> like, my, mind, mind if I uh, do a set, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's move, move on. on. <laughs> oh, God, that's stupid. The image of that is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the real item that you should be looking for is the barrier bracer, which is absolutely amazing. HP plus twenty percent, and then water, wind, and earth resistance plus twenty. Uh, sorry, plus thirty percent. All yeah, on I'm loving that bracer. Ooh, so <coughs> it's like they're really gearing us up for these obnoxious trials where you're going to need a, a lot of elemental resistance on your whole team. Um, so I've noticed a lot of the accessories coming down lately have just been elemental resist coming out of every single pocket and I don't know what to say else. Just coming out of everywhere. 
Yeah. Before you used to only have to gear your magic cover tank, but now there are certain abilities that are elemental, but hit everyone and you can't cover them. And so giving so many accessories and so many pieces of equipment that cover all, multiple elements is so necessary to beating a lot of the trials, actually. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm happy to see it. And I think I agree with you. I think it's a great accessory to pick up, especially... I was going to say the really nice thing about it is you just got to beat the quest. There's no yeah. condition, just win. Yeah, it's nice. So I think uh, that pretty much covers the dome exploration. There's not really much to yeah. it. You can still get a, a few of those King Mog currency out of there as well, but it's not like a bonus run. So just take your strongest units. There's no reason to mess around. Let's move on to the current uh, new event, the Yearning for Peace Wave Battle event. Now, I know you said you didn't play much, but were you able to play this at all were you able to try it? no not at all i mean i was able i just chose not to because i just i'm tired <laughs> it's just i log on i'd stare at it and i'd see all like my raid not raid my arena orbs are full my energy's full my like little uh add wheel thing is full i just don't know where to start i got overwhelmed so i went in i did my 250 pull and i got a unit Okay, this is how I'm, I was like, I'll just do the 250 pull and this log off. That's good enough. I did it. I got a stupid unit I could fuse in, like, into an existing unit. So I did that. It took her to 100%. So then I had to go to FFB equip and update that I got the TMR. It just it turned into a whole session of work that it wasn't like I wasn't prepared for. I just so that's yeah, that was my day. Went down the rabbit hole. What about you? For me, I did the whole thing uh, once. Nice. I didn't farm it because I'm still farming the uh, Final Fantasy X event to get a few of the things out. With the yeah. two huge tickets, the UOC and the guaranteed five star, it's a, bit, <laughs> it's a bit much. I do need to do a little bit of extra farming. Oh yeah, those things took up, between the two of them, 220,000 currency if you wanted both. Yeah, so I did do one run of the yearning for peace wave battle event and i don't know how i feel about these wave battle events like this one was a little bit more difficult and i can see where some people would struggle especially when you fight the two dragons at the end like in the previous uh, last year's chinese new year event but i don't know how i feel about like having to it's basically like another king mog except it's not really like you're farming things but you're not really trading it in you're summoning it's it's just a weird like a way to have essentially two farming events at the same time and i don't know how i feel about it yeah it's kind of rough because i don't like choosing between either the king mog from ffx or basically the king mog slash raid fusion because they both take energy and i just don't know what to do because obviously i'm gonna have to give up on some things for king mog but we'll see what happens maybe i might get lucky and just get a million bonus units in one run for king mog yeah yeah me and my five brothers it's gonna multiply massively let yeah. me tell you gonna get a whole like what 100 yeah. percent bonus yeah 250 baby come on Ooh, baby for this event, there's a bunch of equipment uh, that you'll get recipes for. So some weaker stuff like the Tamer's Whip, which has like some nice killer effects, or the Beast Cesties, which are just mid-ranged uh, fists, as well as a few things that are exclusive to certain units, like some of the new units from the Chinese New Year event. But overall, I find that the best pieces of equipment are the uh, the two swords that you can get, the Kancho Greatsword. 
which increases your defense when you're equipped with a sword, or your Aquia sword, which increases your spirit when you're equipped with a great sword. So it's pretty nice to have the two together so you can buff up your stats using a weapon, which is nice. And then the transcendent soul is really nice. Uh, spirit plus 25% with 10 physical evasion all built into one materia is not too bad. Yeah, it's all right. Well, it's really good for some uh, situations where you need your physical cover tank to be a little bit beefier in the spirit department as well. Mm -hmm. I usually waste all my spirit on my healer and my magic cover tank if I'm using it. Those are the two people you don't want to die. It's always nice to have some extra, extra material kicking around, because because I know at least me personally, I don't farm out the spirit material as readily as I do the plus attack and plus mag, like the flashy stuff. So I just I like to see the big numbers more than I like to see the the big heels. That's that's. <laughs> Very fair. That's kind of like me as yeah. well, actually. I'd rather see big damage than, oh, 10 million healing. Yeah. yeah 10 million DPS. Also, uh, something to keep in mind is that during this event, you can actually get more raid summons if you bring the Chinese New Year units. So in typical fashion, the newest units, I don't know how to say their names, but I'm going to try in and... Bai Hu Zhu Kui, my best attempt. They'll give you 200% on their 7 star and then 150 for the old units and then it works its way down, 75 and 50 for the uh, it's, 4 star base units. I was going to say, it's basically a King Mog event with no King Mog. You trade in, yeah, you trade it in by rolling on a banner. Which is even harder to do actually because you got to roll your coins. You have to press the button more times than you do for King Mog. Yeah. I mean, I they call it a wave battle. At least it's better than the Katie wave battle, which I pretty is it still there or have they finally ended Katie's concert? I think that I think it's still there. Oh my god, let that give that woman a week off. She's been singing. <laughs> <laughs> She's been singing for like 2 months straight. <laughs> yeah. They're really milking this coal out. Katie's like dying. She's like a bottle of water, please. Like, please. <laughs> my my throat is dry. <laughs> uh, oh, that's too good. Like, that's too too good. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, that's oh. the that's the wave battle event, guys. Uh, yearning for peace. Make sure you get at least the transcendent soul, if nothing else, because that thing's pretty decent. All right. I think it's about time we switch over to talking about the uh, units and the units. That are coming with the Chinese New Year event. So Whoa, a few new that. ones getting seven star. <coughs> so Ang, Chao, and Yun are all getting their seven star. So let's start with uh, Ang because literally I mentioned him first. Sure, let's do it. What do you what do you think of Ang? I th I don't know if that's how you say it. Is whatever. It's Ang. I don't I don't care. Sorry, I'm butchering it. I'm just gonna commit. I'm committed to butchering the names. What is it? What do you think it is? I don't know. I, I think it's Aang. That's just literally subconsciously what came out. So that's what I'm sticking to. <laughs> so I forgot to add a graphic, but uh, there is a step up banner for these units as well. Yeah. Um, you can choose to do it. I usually don't recommend step ups that have more than two units in it just because it's really low likelihood that you'll get the unit you're looking for one caveat for this step up the banner that has the old units 
is all the rainbows are guaranteed on banner rainbows. So sort of like they did for Christmas. So Ang, Yoon, and uh, Chow. Well, I guess when we cover the units, we can talk about whether it's worth it or not. But you're such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like shooting you in the eye. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they are any rainbow you get on that banner is guaranteed to be one of those three. So from that perspective, it may be worth it if you think the units are worth it. <coughs> oh yeah, definitely. If you think these units are worthwhile for yourself to get, it is very, very worth it for you to pick them up because when else are you going to get the chance to get these units besides now? So it's literally, if not the only time, you'll be able to pick them up. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, let's uh, tell me about Aang. What... Uh... What does he do besides shoot you in the face? Well, he shoots me in the face a lot, which is pretty interesting. Um, his TMR, Sunbreakers, just a really, really good bow, as, we, as we've seen. Nice accuracy, yeah. high damage, gets you some killers, which is pretty cool. Um, but he's getting an STMR called Sharpshooter, which is giving 60% attack with a bow, and then 100% uh, equipment attack, so basically true double hand. Yeah, it's Buster style with a bow. Yeah, it's Buster bow. I was good. I thought you were gonna go the really cheesy route and go boaster style. <laughs> <laughs> I like my alliterations better than I like cheesiness. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, it's. I think it's amazing. Uh, it kind of when you so there's some builds out there. I don't know if they're still popular because I don't use any of the units that the builds are good with, but they use Killer Bow Plus. This STMR could potentially make it worthwhile to equip bows on units that can't equip bows. So the 100% true double hand would make up for that equip bow materia slot. And then you're basically getting a TMR that gives you 60% bonus attack. So it's I just think it's a solid STMR. I mean, it, the uses are very, very niche. It has to be a bow user or somebody who who can make good use of bow builds. But as far as what it's intended to do, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's, it makes a huge difference uh, having that super, uh, true double hand. So being able to use even different bows without using Killer Bow Plus, like you make a big difference for certain units for sure. Um, Aang specifically with his seven star is getting four new abilities. So he can now, I don't know what I was going to say, he can now double cast. Everyone knows what a W ability, he has a W ability where you can use his abilities twice in one turn. Amazing. Um, without this, most DPS units, especially single-wielding DPS units like a bow user, kind of fall off in the meta. So <coughs> it's nice to be able to double cast. Uh, now so when, when I look at Aang, I, I like double cast. Obviously, it helps him, but I don't think it helps him as much as it does some other DPS because when I look at his kit, it looks like he's designed more or less to be a limit burst chain capper because his lb has a massive uh multiplier if you max it out and then it hits once uh, he he reminds me very much of a cg jake type of unit and his lb enables a really powerful attack that he can dual cast once he uses the lb so it kind of i feel like his rotation would be get his lb asap spam that strong attack until his LB is up again and rinse and repeat unless like obviously if you're fighting one of the enemy types that he's strong against you want to throw in some of his buff abilities as well but 
he, he just, at least that's the, my impression of him. I've never used an Aang or ran him in my friend slot, so I'm not sure exactly how he plays, but that just from looking at his abilities, that's what I feel like he he wants to be doing. Yeah, I almost never use units like Aang, and from what I can tell, typically people will use one of his increased damage against the unit type ability, and, and then start raining down uh, his DPS after that, so... I think having the W ability to be able to use those along with one other ability is pretty nice, to be honest with you. But again, like you said, you're relying a lot on that limit burst because it just does a crazy amount of damage. Yeah. And it kind of synergizes well with decreasing fire resistance and adding fire elemental to his attacks. So yeah, very, very strong. Yeah, I think overall he's a good unit. I think, funny enough, I don't think any of the newer uh, limit burst like sort of finishers beat out Veritas of the Flame. I feel like he's still probably uh, the best, if not like one of the best, and he's super old now. I was using uh, Veritas of the Flame for a battle recently. Worked really, really well, actually. Yeah, that guy's a monster. Yeah, he's strong. Very strong. Uh, but this isn't the Veritas of the Flame show, so that's Aang for you. Decent uh, TMR, as we already knew. His STMR yeah. is a fantastic... Uh, equipment for bows as well as a true dual wield and then he just got some awesome buffs to his multipliers some stat buffs as well as uh some a really really strong lb now when it's fully maxed out mm -hmm. next on our unit <coughs> uh, reveal here will be chow everybody's favorite good boy i feel like chow and yoon won the competition for best buffs with seven star yeah so chow as a seven star unit when i look at him he, just, he does what he used to do with a nice he's basically much tankier now plus he's actually a white mage he they gave him the only thing he's missing is re-raise but i mean you can't have everything he's basically he can use his massive spirit stat to heal you because he gets kuraja he gets dual white magic and he gets he gets esunaga and dispelga like he he can work very very well either uh, as a main healer if the trials aren't too intense in certain statuses or as an off healer in case your healer kicks the bucket and you get really unlucky definitely so i i really like it cuz i don't think we have a magic cover tank that's also a healer we have ones that attack we have ones that just are really good tanks but we don't have any that just straight up are also off white mages not traditionally. I know that Awakened Rain can do some healing for you with his using his LB gauge. Yeah. But nothing quite like this where you can, on command, whenever you want, use the standard uh, White Mage abilities. So yeah. It's really amazing having, even if you use him as like a backup White Mage in your team, so like in case your White Mage is stuck doing something else, you can use chow to either dispel or kiraja or maybe bring someone back to life that died uh, unexpectedly or something like that yeah so really really versatile now one thing i do love i know a lot of people didn't like his ability awakenings but i love that he now has uh, four turn resistances on his two abilities it helps a lot having that extra turn in a rotation to be honest with you yeah so he has more time to do other things like heal yeah, which uh, it's kind of cool. It's, it works it's, well with that white mage dual dual white magic ability. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's underappreciated, but I think it's a, a nice buff. 
Yeah, it's a really good buff, I think, as well. Along with that, he actually gained the ability to have a W uh, to dual cast his improved focus and strong encouragement at some of his buffing abilities. So if you're <laughs> using his Guardian's Blessing cooldown ability, you're covering from any stat breaks, as well as getting a dual cast for his unique abilities like Strong Encouragement, Guardian Sacrifice, or Improved Focus, which can actually come in real handy that in one turn you can block both Stop and Charm and then buff the whole team as well. Like, he's a really good backup support. Yeah, I his, his actual stat support, the buffs are kind of weak for the meta, but I do like the Stop and the Charm Resist. It definitely can come in handy. And again, he his off-white mage abilities more than make up for anything else. Like, I think he's a fantastic unit. He's an amazing magic cover tank and just super good. Now, Chow's Everlasting Kindness, his STMR, insanely strong uh, spirit buff. Like, that's yeah. crazy. 80% spirit for equipping a robe. Like, imagine putting this on a white mage or a magic cover tank that can uh, cover, sorry, that can use robes as an equipment. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, great unit. Just overall, I think people who have two of him or who've awakened his seven stars should be pretty happy. He's fantastic. Yep. That's Chow for you. He went from good boy to best boy. Now our final unit uh, in the old Chinese New Year buffed units will be Yoon. Yoon, the chocobo rider. I love Yoon. He was one of my first six star units. I think Lightning was the first one I ever got, but Yoon I got shortly after. I actually managed to get him the first time he rolled around. And he was a really good attacker for a short while and then eventually just fell out of the meta. I'm really, really happy with Yoon's 7-star. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was, given that he's a 3-year-old unit. What do you think? I actually agree. I think that the fact, like, his chaining abilities together, along with some of his CD abilities... Make him really, really strong. Yeah, agreed. He his best chaining ability, the Mirror of Equity, chaining family. Yeah, the per, it's called Perfect Strikes. It actually has a higher max cap than Sora's, which is really nice. It, it caps at fourteen times multiplier. I don't know if he'll do more damage. I think he he should be able to easily. He's got. I think the only thing that really hurts him is his lack of equipment selection. He has, I think, 200% in a attack damage just for being himself. And if you, I think you have to equip his like maces, fists, sword, short swords, or whatever. But he gets 200%, so you only need to find 200 extra percent to make him hit cap, which shouldn't be too hard to do in today's day and age. Yeah, so I like mean, he's most people have at least one or two equipment or materia somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know enough. Like, I didn't do enough research to know if he's going to be at, to at the top of the damage charts. But just from looking at him, it seems like he's actually going to be able to keep up. Yeah, I definitely like, agree. We'll see when people have had... I don't have two of him, unfortunately. I just have one of him. But if I do get a second one or, you know, we'll have to wait a couple weeks to see... Give people a chance to use him and see what he is actually like. Um, I just think he he has potential, and for as far as a three star or a three star, a three year old unit goes, this is the kind of thing you want to see because they brought him back from the dead. Because he he was pretty much dead until <laughs> until this week. 
pretty much. They really did amazing with him. I mean, not even just the absolute mirror of equity, but they also gave him Octoslash chaining, which can be unlocked with using some other abilities, and then it can continuously activate itself, and that has essentially a 12 times damage modifier. With If you are chaining with Octoslash, a lot of people probably have Sephiroth. You can go ahead yeah. and take advantage of that. But then again, I guess you can also use Absolute Mirror of Equity as well. I'm loving how he has so many different uh, capabilities, like being able to increase fire resistance and then decrease fire resistance to the enemies, all in one ability. And then plus you have abilities <coughs> innately that will do fire damage in his kit. Like you can bust out a good amount of damage. Pretty excited. Pretty, pretty excited. And I love people who ride chocobos. I was going to say that. Finally, a Chocobo rider that doesn't suck. It's not a trash can. <laughs> yeah. It's like, thank you. Oh, poor, uh, what's his name? I don't even know his name. That's how bad he is. I know who you're talking about, though. As soon as you say trash can, it gets, you know, gets in my head. <laughs> it's so bad, but I mean, it's the truth. It's what like if you, you had a piece of yeah. garbage and he was riding a piece of garbage. Yeah, but that's not Yoon. Yoon is good. Yoon's riding an actual chocobo, and he's strong. Yoon is a, a, a an amazing warrior riding a battle chocobo, steeled in the fires of war. Yeah. Amazing. Definitely good. So, that is actually it for the old Chinese New Year events. Now, we have two new units uh, that are being released with this set of the Chinese New Year. We are going to be talking about them first... Sorry for my pronunciation. Bai Hu and Zhu Hui, I think, something like that. Yeah, you probably, you probably have Chinese listeners just laughing at you right now. I probably have Chinese listeners sending angry messages into the email or into my Twitter being like, oh, there it is. Uh, what the hell? You suck. Um, I am unsubscribing, and that is racist. Probably what they're saying. But let's talk about the units. Uh, these this unit is actually pretty interesting because it's two characters in one unit which is interesting and i had high hopes for this i was hoping they were going to try something new but really they just animated the same thing that they've already done just a little bit differently i think this this unit is what lila really wanted to be yeah the animations for them are actually beautiful though which you know shout out i would get them just for that they look amazing but yeah they're just beautiful it's like watching a movie pretty much like a chinese martial arts movie i'm not sure what to make of these units when i look at them um they look like you want to build them for attack with a bit of off spear i don't know i just feel like this is lila but just better like what she should have been all you need is eight of them and then you can just do wield <laughs> their stmr and you're perfect yeah, I I think they're good units. I think they're going to do a lot of like good damage. It looks like their chains are heavily backloaded. I just it's hard for me to make sense of them. I'm not sure if you want to build them for spirit or if you want to build them for attack. It's like a hybrid unit that instead of using attack mag, they use attack spirit. You can do either. Basically, their physical damage is going to be doing physical like their attack scaling is physical damage and they have both divine ruination and octoslash chaining and then if you build them for spirit it's going to be doing magic damage again yeah. you can do divine ruination or octoslash chaining for either one now the interesting thing is that 
they have a lot of elemental coverage, which I like. So yeah, being able to do fire, wind, lightning, and earth damage on command is pretty amazing. And then you can chain mm -hmm. that in with some of the big chaining families for decent amount of damage too. And their best abilities will actually chain cap themselves. Yeah, these are the backloaded abilities I was mentioning. They they seem pretty heavily backloaded, which is kind of cool. I'd actually rather that because it allows you essentially to not take a chain capper and just enjoy the full benefits of the DPS. Of it's nobody, like self-chaining, basically. Nobody takes chain cappers anyway. Who are you? I'm just saying. Some people might need to because they don't have the best uh, chainers. To be fair, I heard there was a strat with CG Jake and Alexander, 3-star, because he's got that innate machine killer and he does a boatload of damage with his ultimate, or his ultimate, his limit burst. There's still a place. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can still use them. Now, for this unit, um, the TMR is half decent with HP, MP plus 10%, attack spirit plus 30%. And then you have some LB gauge filling, and I believe some refresh, if I'm not mistaken, built in. Regen, actually, it's regen. But that STMR is what I'm really looking at. 155 spirit <coughs> and 90 attack on a uh, glove is absolutely amazing, and it's exactly what you want on a unit like this. Like You can do both types of damage, and these gloves are made to do both types of damage. I think the STMR is really... I mean, it's good. 155 Spirit is awesome. Maybe uh, uh, Rena. I don't know if she can use them or not. But otherwise, it feels like they're really meant to be used by these two. Because the 90 attack is very lackluster. But the 155 Spirit. It's really nice, yeah. That's what I mean. Like uh, The only other person I can think of is Rena because she, she likes to have... She's a Fist user and she's a healer. And then these two, they they also like this fist, but otherwise, I don't know if other fists, maybe, uh, what's her name? Lila, but if you have enough for an STMR, this is Lila, like, superpower, so why would you ever use that? So pretty much those are your options. That all being said, I would definitely get two of this unit. If I Like, if I had four, I'd rather take two of them to seven star than get the STMR. Being able to chain uh, within your own team with these two would be way better than having that one fist, to be honest. Yeah, probably. But I mean, they, they have a lot of common chaining families, so you would be able to find chaining partners for them. It's not like Divine Ruination. Like, Octoslash and Divine Ruination are everywhere. You you, you like, you know, you step in a pothole and trip and you get a face full of Divine Ruination. It is one of the longest standing chaining families, that's for sure. Yeah. Some other things that are nice about uh, this unit is 30% built-in evasion, which is nice. And then a bunch of equipment attack built-in and spirit uh, scaling as well in mm -hmm. their passives. I'm really liking their ultimate, their LB, their limit burst. Really, really big numbers on both the physical and magic of spirit scaling. Pretty decent to be using. More so, I find, honestly, that throughout this unit, the more of the damage is leaning towards the spirit scaling more so than the physical. I think that's just to balance it out because it's a lot easier to get massive attack numbers than it is to get... Because we just don't have as much spirit plus gear in the game. Because attack, you have true double hand. You have... Uh, attack percent plus, but there's very few units with like spirit true double hand. I think we mentioned it before. There's two in the game now. There's like Grimord Sakura and Citra, I think. 
maybe arena i don't remember but it's very limited so it's really really hard to get spirit numbers as high as attack which i think that's why they gave the spirit side a bit more of a modifier to make it viable that's fair you do make a very valid point there there isn't as much spirit um, you can get up to like 2800 attack with some units but uh spirit i have yet to see something break like okay to be honest yeah it's a lot tougher you probably could if you have enough stmrs but for the average player you're not going to get there if you're a big enough whale you can definitely get that <laughs> yeah man Hey guys, Wilmgard here interrupting the podcast with Mini. Hey guys. We just wanted to say a huge thank you to all of you who are listening. We've we've hit quite a staggering amount of numbers for the amount of you who are actually listening, way more than we expected. Well, stagger, staggering is pushing it, okay? But, but yeah, we've surprised and honestly grateful for how many of you are actually listening to the podcast and and getting in touch with us. And so to show a little bit of our gratitude, we'd like to do a giveaway for a $25 gift card for either iTunes, Amazon, or Google Play to bolster your lapis amounts so that you can pull for units courtesy of the FFPE podcast. Yep. We won't be announcing this anywhere else except on the podcast. This is just for you guys that have kind of supported us and enjoy the podcast. We just want to give you a little thank you. So this contest or this giveaway is going to be accepting entries until February 28th. And to enter, all we need from you is to send us an email at ffbepodcast at gmail.com. That email will be underneath the description of the podcast as well, so you don't need to write it down or anything. Just send us your name, your friend code for FFBE, and an email where we can reach you if you do win. All right, and now now back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, I want to talk about this last unit, the one that I'm most hyped for, and it's Keen, Quinn, Ken. I really don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. Now Keen is amazing. Is that a she or is it a he? That's that's the real question. Let me look at their story real quick. Apparently, it's he. <coughs> that's what I heard. So this is the most anyway it it's a he but yeah it's it's a trap <laughs> it's a trap i mean his job is undercover musician and at first i didn't understand right like how can you be undercover with that massive keyboard in front of you or whatever the hell that is you know everybody knows you're a musician but really he's not undercover as a musician he's undercover as a woman yes fantastic it really is Mind blown. Before we talk about her abilities, her TMR is awesome. An accessory that gives 35% mag. Yeah. His. TMR God spent. damn it. His. <coughs> A lot. I've fallen for the trap so much. Um, I've heard people saying they are going to use the blank trust moogle in the coin shop for this. And honestly, it's not a bad idea. It's one of the few pieces of equipment that actually gives... Uh, true double hand for mag. It gives you 25% out of an accessory slot, which is super nice. Isn't it? I, I, I thought it was 25, but either way, it doesn't matter. It's regardless, it's just really, really nice to have as an accessory slot. And so a lot of people are saying, even if they don't pull the unit, they would still use the blank trust Moodle container for this. I definitely would. This is an amazing uh, TMR, honestly. I'm If I had the resources and if I could spend the money to get this unit, not even to seven star, just to get the TMR, I would. Even that the coin trust coin system exists, you don't really need to. You can use that 
blank. Well, I mean, you could go for two, right? You have two accessory slots. For sure. Uh, on the other hand, her tr- Super Trust Master is pretty doo-doo still. <coughs> it's good on her. Or him. <laughs> it's, it's good on him. <laughs> I just... The harps suck. If this was anything but a harp, I would be just, like, throwing the bathroom sink and everything else at this weapon. 194 mag is insane. It's just so much mag. But the fact that it's on a harp is just makes me so sad. <laughs> but like why? with that TMR equipped, lots of mag. Yeah, the TMR is super good. Although you probably don't want to use it on her, funny enough. Well, if you had her to 7 star, her it could be pretty useful, actually. But we'll talk about that in right. a second. No, Let's talk about... Me with it. We're there. All right, fine. So her upgraded LB... Going yeah. from 16 times damage to 20 times damage, magic damage. Plus, if you're equipping her STMR with her TMR or any other harp or whatever, her mag I think is the getting crazy The coolest thing is it actually takes her uh, limit burst from 15 hits to 30 hits. So she can chain with some of those big limit burst things. I don't know what to call them. Heo like Heo's limit burst would chain. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few others. I just can't think of them right now. The main reason I'm excited about this unit is because this man or woman or other. It's conf- it's confirmed as a man in the story, in the, right? Yeah, it is. He's the son. But this guy, you know, this undercover guy, yeah. is exactly <laughs> what bards. Son. This is exactly what bards needed to be. This is what they should have been from the beginning. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I think the fact that if you dispel him on turn one, he'll reapply on turn two is literally what all bards should have been because it's just it doesn't make any sense Still singing. to lose yeah exactly so thankfully i hope this is the start of a new trend. bard era yeah and things that are even more interesting are that as the song continues the effects change so for example um on the first turn it might be a low percentage and then the next turn it increases and then it levels out towards the end of the song like it reaches a crescendo and then comes back down yeah i think it's nice she has some really useful abilities i think her breaking abilities you can ignore entirely because they're just unreliable and relatively weak but some of her buffing numbers are actually pretty good um they they get up to some insane numbers then level out at a really nice i think 140 percent just solid. Yeah, it's so, really good. She definitely leans more towards the buffer support role than she does to breaker. She can break, but her breaks are just really weak. They take a long time to ramp up and then end up really weak anyway. So there's just better options for breakers in the game right now. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't really use her for breaking. Um, Even it's more it's so fair, for the buffing. But, well, yeah. it's like a side effect and. If the enemy dispels itself, if the enemy dispels itself, it's a nice auto reapply. If you're unable to, it's like emergency breaking, isn't? Yeah, but exactly. Uh, But her, the other cool thing about her is she can give a chaining ability to the whole team. It's insane. I think it's cool. I just don't know how practical it is. Um, I don't know if you can dual cast it with your allies. I know she can, he can, whatever. It can dual cast the abilities, but I just don't know. <laughs> That's a he, man. Just, just accept it. 
I don't know. I just, I know it's a he. I just look at the thing, and maybe that says more about me than about anything else. But I see the thing. I think it's a woman, and then I know it's a man from the then story. Your brain so. gets confused. Yeah, I'm definition just, I'm so, of a trap. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my body is saying yes my mind is saying no i really like this because some people really struggle to get chainers thankfully i was able to get sephiroth a long time ago and it really helps but yeah it's really difficult sometimes for people to get chainers to do uh some of the more unique chaining families yeah divine rune is pretty much everywhere um Octa slash is pretty common chaos wave now has a lot of users uh oriel ray and absolute mirror of equity are relatively new and not everyone can get those like high-end seven star units as well so it's pretty nice to see that you can kind of give it to your team and then the people who do want to chain can chain and then you can cap with whatever you want really yeah i think it has some use i just don't know enough about this unit to know how it works so one, it, the modifier on it is pretty weak at only five times. And two, I just don't know if he'll be able to actually dual cast it with everybody or if only he can dual cast, which would also put a significant limit on how useful it could be. That's true. So I think it's cool. I think I love that they're moving in this direction that you can imbue your allies with abilities to make them do things they couldn't normally do. But I feel like her main role or, or strength is going to be in her support abilities. Yeah, that's fair. I, I can see that. That makes sense. But overall, this, this guy is insanely strong bard. Probably among the strongest bards. And I only say that because you're not susceptible to certain trials with Dispelga. The numbers don't reach as high as some of them. But overall absolutely fantastic i think it, it fixes a major weakness that all other bards have which is one of the major draws of this unit besides this tmr yes 100 percent. but that's it for uh, the new units um they are coming with the step-up banner that you see there on the do you know many if this is a on banner only or is this a typical step up where you can get pretty much anything this is a typical step up where you can get anything except at the last step where you're guaranteed to get one or the other so it's what we've seen before okay so the pretty much a standard step up with yeah, a guarantee there, unit there's only the two, two on banner units for this one fair enough um, so with that, that pretty much brings us up to the end of the content. So uh, anything else you'd like to discuss, Minnie, that we haven't already covered? I think that's pretty much it. I lo I'm loving the idea of troll arena teams. I might play around with some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It sounds uh, like a lot of fun. Yeah. Undercover brother. I should have done it. It's coming. It's coming to a... Uh, Oh. An arena battle near you. I'll gladly sacrifice my arena points that I don't even use really for uh, for the jokes. But with that, we've reached the end of our podcast. So uh, we pretty much covered all the new units, some of the old units with their awakenings, and went over a lot of the uh, different events going on. Uh, definitely yeah. some some good equipment you should be picking up out of the events. So if you are listening. Do not pass up the chance for that bracer from the, the dome exploration or that nice dodge materia from the uh, Chinese New Year event either. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else to add. All right, guys, uh, please have fun with this Chinese New Year event. Uh, some really good units out there. Enjoy. Put them up as friend units so that I can 
take advantage and check them out myself because I don't have the resources to pull. Until next time, though, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks everyone who stopped in for the live show. We will catch you in the next episode. See you guys next time.